We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. There are fears a her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then-cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison, and in the latest, oh shit, don't look over there, someone made a big fucky wucky. 60,000 pounds of explosive chemical amu ammonium nitrate lost in shipping report. Ooh, man, you know, a lot of people are surprised by all these mysterious derailments and chemicals going missing and crops dying and, you know, meat industry 
uh, fires and, and, you know, all sorts of disasters when it comes to, like, food manufacturings and computer hackings and, you know, major government uprisings and whatnot. It's almost like a little weird bald guy on a, out in Davos somewhere kind of said all this was going to happen. But this is an interesting little divot from that, too. Though, this is still very fucking alarming. Just the the casualness in which it's just like, well, you know. So let's see what this video is about, shall we? Don't care. Moving on. Oh, article is by uh, Catherine Bonello. It's from May 20th. Uh, it was updated. I missed this story somehow. About 60,000 pounds of explosive chemicals disappeared from a rail car last month as it was being shipped through the western U.S. Poof. Gone. Like $2.3 trillion from the fucking Pentagon. Where'd it go? Who knows? According to reports, explosives company Dino Noble oops, reported the vanishing ammonium nitrate the main ingredient in Timothy McVeigh's 1995 bomb in Oklahoma. It's so weird how they wrote that, because my brain was programmed to say the 1995 uh, Oklahoma bombing. That's how it's written, like, everywhere else. Anyway. To the Federal Federal National Response Center on May 10th, KQED reported... Ah, uh, you gotta just love your uh, Nazi memorabilia just carry out there. I remember when PewDiePie uh, got in trouble because some guys on Fiverr fucking said, Subscribe to PewDiePie, uh, that's the Jews, and they waved the little fucking banner around. But man, you can just fly this fucking logo? Wild. Anyway, the chemicals. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I, I enjoy current thing, don't you? Anyway, which can also be used as fertilizer was put on a rail car that departed Cheyenne, Wyoming on April 12th, headed to, headed for California. And the rail car was found empty two weeks later during a stop in the Mojave Desert. The outlet said, well, you know, if you want somebody to go find it for you, I know a certain courier that tends to be out that way. He might be able to help you. To anyone who doesn't know anything about Fallout. Doesn't anyone play Fallout? Doesn't this feel like a... Doesn't that sound like a Fallout level you'd be doing? I don't, I don't know if anyone out there actually cares about, about this or not. If you don't play video games, I'm so sorry. For your product, uh, productivity in life. Anyway, yeah, there's a, a mission, I believe, in that game where... It might be a modded mission. At this point, I've played it so long, I don't know what the fuck is mod and not mod anymore. I don't think it's actually in the vanilla game. But the NCR, which is like the New California Republic, which is like the Californian government... I say with a, uh, a new California flag behind me, a free state project. Anyway, you have to get a uh, get get. They have like this monorail that goes from this military base to the uh, Las Vegas Strip. It exists in real life, by the way, uh, but it's not a military base in real life. It's, it's it's like a train station. Anyway, you have to get parts to get the train fixed, and you have to get explosives off the train. And I'm just reading this. I'm like, man, this. Think about go play some Fallout New Vegas. Headed, doesn't it sound like it? Uh, on April 12th, headed for California on the rail car was found empty, empty two weeks later during a stop in the Mojave Desert. Man, the outlets, the outlets said four separate investigations have been launched. The company was shipping the ammonium nitrate in pellet form, and believe it may, uh, pardon me, 
<coughs> Man. I love my bottle of water downstairs. Anyway. The company was shipping the ammonium nitrate in pellet form and believes it may have begun falling out of the rail car at some point during the trip, the Dymo Noble spokesman told KQED. That's... It's real unfortunate, my man. Yeah, it's uh, it's not exactly the thing you want to just lose. Yeah, about 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate was lost while shipping. That is insane. And this is just no... Where, where is this on Fox? Where is this, you know, anywhere else? Ammonium nitrate was the main ingredient in Timothy McVeigh's 1995 bomb in Oklahoma City. Yeah. This shit's extreme. There is... So, look, uh... I mean, you can just look this up yourself. There's a lot of it's in, like instances where you have farmers who blow up their barns or houses themselves or cars because they have fertilizer in the backseat of their car and they smoke cigarettes. You know, they, they had their back windows open. They throw a fucking cigarette out the window. It's burning butt gets sucked back into the car. The back window lands on there. All of a sudden, everything is on fire and boom. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Ammonium nitrate is not a chemical you want to fuck with. The rail, quote, the rail car was sealed when it left the Cheyenne facility. And the seals were still intact when it arrived in Saltdale, California. The initial assessment is that it leaked through the bottom of the gate. Hmm. On the rail car. May have, de uh, may have developed in transit. The spokesperson told the station. Dino Noble spokesman told the Post. There is no indication of any danger to the public and no indication the pellets were intentionally taken by anyone. Every indication is that the pellets fell from the rail car onto the tracks in small quantities through a long trip. Eventually leaving, one of the three, three sections of the rail car empty. The company promised an exhaustive review to understand what led to the situation, and the spokesperson noted, by itself, in pellet form, such a leak in small quantities over a large area would not create an additional risk for public or rail transportation. Well, now to be fair, you'll have some really pretty... You're just going to have like this, this map, right? You're just looking at these rail cars and these nice flowers growing around them and all that shit. You know, it's fun. It. Uh, I This story popped up. I wanted to go into it raw. Knew nothing about it. I was like, oh, that's an interesting fucking headline. You know... It's been a, a minute since I've, I've talked about a train derail. Let's just see what this one looks like. See, are there any comments? Yes, there are. Let's see what's going on down here. DM, 60,000 tons impossible. Who said tons? Who said tons? Pounds? I said, yeah, I, I said 60,000. I said 60,000 pounds. I'm confused now. Who the fuck said tons? 60,000 tons impossible. More like 60 thousand pounds maximum load on a rail car is a hundred tons and u.s uh, rail system is typically constructed with rail car weight limit of two thousand eight uh, two hundred eighty six thousand pounds regardless any amount of missing ammonium nitrate is disturbing i agree it needs to be looked at i will say on the surface though this seems kind of straightforward don't it Uh, 60,000 pounds of explosive chemical ammonium nitrate lost in shipping report. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, easy. It's the weekend. You know, the New York Post uses unpaid, uh, unpaid high school yearbook reporters on weekends, right? Ouch. 
Yeah, no, it, it needs to be investigated. It needs to be looked at. It is something that's, you know, it, it, it's it's alarming. It's fucking weird. It's not something you can just sit back and be like, huh, you know, whatever. And is it all scattered out? Is it in one condensed place? Was it a break-in? Was it stolen? Now, that's the thing. If it was broken, if it was stolen, people collected it, why did they steal it? There's not really a... a there's not really a peaceful means in which you're gonna steal this kind of uh, kind of shit, unless you're just like Farmer Dan and you're down here looking the Let's Go brand economy and you can't afford shit. So you're like, ah, look, ammonium nitrate on a train car while well, while it's stuff fueling or at this cross station, you know, letting cars drive by. I'm gonna go put a hole in and steal some of it. All right, bastard's going to jail. Sucks to be him, but you know, the, it's, it's that Let's Go brand economy. You just can't afford the prices. And on the other side of that, if someone broke it and stole it, that absolutely needs to be investigated. On the other hand, because the only other op, op you know, option, like I stated, is uh, well, not exactly positive intentions, now is it? But I'm gonna be real with you. This seems pretty straightforward. Could have been damaged. Could have ripped a hole in it. Could have just leaked out gradually over the course of time. If anything more comes out of the story, absolutely. I it clearly was uh, alarming enough for it to be warrant for me to make an episode about it. I want it on your radar just in case, but at the same time, it's like, hmm, this smells like a buildup to a false flag. You can't just lose an entire rail car's worth of materials without anyone noticing. Next, you'll hear an explosion in a city center, and it will be blamed on a nebulous patri uh, patriotic right-wing group. Notice they even throw in a link to the Oklahoma City to uh, in the story. Does this sound conspiratorial now, then? Given recent news, government overreach, and FBI misconduct, give me one single reason to believe anything these agencies put forth. Fair. Fair, but that's the thing. There have been, as far as I know, there have been no, uh, you know, this is, uh, this, this is interviews coming from people within the agency or saying, yeah, we're filing our own investigations, we're looking into this. And again, it, it's in fertilizer form. So... It's not like it's in a liquid form or powderized form. Now, I know the fertilizer form, it's it, it, it still just as fucking dangerous potentially. But, you know, again, that's why I want to read these comments. You know, it's good to, it's good to hear these. Uh, Chet Sleepy says, you're right. For an early October surprise, it's either phony right-wing bombing or Sleepy Joe in, uh, intentionally starting World War III. Sleepy and the Dems are desperate to stay in power and to wreck our country, or it could be the real terrorist that snuck across our border uh, will put something off. Of course, the miserable Dems will phony up some garbage to pin, uh, to pin the blame on the fable white supremacist that seems nowhere to be found. Again, agreed, base take, and uh, again, I'm not discrediting that, but I don't know. I think it's very alarming. Again, I'm not saying it's not alarming, but I, I think we're rushing to a lot of conclusions, which are good. You know, I'm not dismissing any of them. I'm not writing them off, but let's let the uh, companies run their investigations. I don't see exactly a big issue with it. This may be a completely fucking uh, L take, and I accept that, but I mean, mul it's, from what I'm reading, it's multiple cars. Only one car had had a tear in the bottom of its uh, of its compartment, and that happens. I mean, that does genuinely fucking happen. And at a time when trains just seem to derail and pop off the tracks, you got A to B, and they're saying it just vanished. So 
feel like there would be a lot more evidence if it was all stolen in one place at one time. Or, perhaps, like I said earlier, there's possible that someone popped a hole in it, stole a bag full of it, and bounced. And the rest of it just leaked out over the course of the trip. Again, investigations need to be had. I don't necessarily think this is the, uh, the pre-false flag thing that a lot of people may think it is. But if I'm wrong... That's so why I want you to correct me in the comments below. Maybe I missed something about this story. Maybe there's an article about this story that you found that has more details. But I'm gonna wrap this up here. It's kind of an uneventful, uh, uh, it's kind of an uneventful report, but we're waiting for Ron DeSantis to possibly do the dumbest fucking thing he'll ever do. That being said, I'll talk to y'all later. Deuce! This morning, I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, she was demanding that I come outside. Hello. Um, I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello? The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you. We'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody. Y'all, I really need my family to be safe. I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety. Thank you, sir. Have a great day.
Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm James Madison. I don't usually give financial advice, but right now might be a prime time to invest in racism. That's right, boy. Racism stock is going to boom in the next in the next market cycle. Black Lives Matter record nine million dollar deficit in 2022, but still paid millions to execs. Tax docs have shown. Oh, buddy, boy, that's right. The end of Black Lives Matter is most likely on the horizon. Now, everyone with me, knock on some wood. Don't want to bring that to the universe just to have it reneged on us. Reneged last minute. I almost had a little Freudian slip there. Sorry, this episode got me in a giddy-ass mood. Now, a personal little ditty here. I remember I was in high school. It's, uh, oh, that, uh, hands up, don't shoot was a thing. And there is this girl, we'll call her, what's a white girl named Claudia? We'll call her Claudia, right? Claudia, that's a good white girl name. You don't really hear, see, hear that name around anymore. Anyway, I had a, uh, I had a, a, a black lady running my all-star driver's ed program. A little driver, local driver school thing. Now, <laughs> they were talking to me about Black Lives Matters, and I'm, you know... If you know my content, you probably uh, can tell. I was watching Filthy Frank, old, all the old edgy fucking content back on fucking YouTube, and Mark Dice and a bunch of other fucking people. Crowder for years, you know. So I was kind of you know, like, yeah, fuck Black Lives Matter. It's a scam. And I told this chick, she's like, because she went around, she made these little fucking black ribbon pins. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little, little, little ribbon loop things like the safety pin through it and she went around hand out black ones and I asked her who died and she goes Trayvon Martin and I just handed her back the pin and I was like I don't want that but thanks because you know you want to be a dick you know plus I'm a hormonal teenager and a blonde chick just handed me a fucking pin so you know I want to be nice for reasons don't think too hard about it I was a teenager I was like I don't know I'm good but thanks she turns around and goes, ah, whatever the fuck the driver's ed teacher's name was. He doesn't care about black lives. And I was just like, Pfft. I started fucking chuckling. And that's all I did for the next about three and a half minutes was just sit there fucking chuckling. And the teacher asked what I thought was so fucking funny. And I just looked at her and I looked at Claudia and I said, Black Lives Matter is a fucking scam. It's not real. The fucking president's black, dog. What are you fighting for? And I got kicked out of class. That should really put it in perspective, because I always talk about this. The first Black Lives Matters riot happened under Barack Obama. Ferguson happened under Obama. And it wasn't like close to 2016. It was 2013. 2013, 2014. So, you know, we had a few years before the orange typhoon came into the scene. Fucking good. Goddamn diddly riddance. Rest in piss, you fucking Marxists. Now let's just have a victory lap together, shall we? For May 24th. And it was updated. Black Lives Matter ended the year with a nearly $9 million deficit. How do you fuck this grift up? It was a self-milking grift. People would just give you money. Like, would just give you fucking money. Corporate America... Random, dumb, Joe Schmoes on the fucking streets, retarded schmucks. All these assholes are just giving you fucking money. You didn't do anything. You didn't build schools. You didn't build communities. You didn't build a fucking playground. You didn't even feed, you didn't even do a fucking hot dog fun fair. 
didn't even do a fucking ice cream social for fuck's sake. You raked in millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and paid your nepotism ass network of family members who worked for you millions of dollars. You also paid fucking trannies to dance and gyrate at rate with you. You bought million dollar fucking mansions. And you did what? George Floyd's daughter isn't going to college because you gave her money. It's because people started to go fund me. And even then, yeah. On top of all this horse shit, it's just, it's mind-boggling. You have a money just handed to you with no taxes attached to it. Nothing. You even forced me to donate to you. Now you might be wondering, James, what do you mean they forced you to donate to them? If you're an American, you do realize you donate to them too, right? Simple Google search will tell you it all. Over 10 million in grants to black-led frontline organizations. Over 13 million in grants to Black Lives Matter chapter. Nearly 13 million in grants to Impact Family Foundations. And 3 million of STEMI COVID relief funds giving. So, folks, what does this mean? This means the federal government was giving millions and millions and millions of your dollars, hand over fist, to Black Lives Matter. Now, where does the federal government receive its money from, folks? Let me ask you. Let me let you think about it, because you should know the answer by now. Do, 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 Boop. Got the answer? It's your paycheck, your shopping, your kids, your mothers, your fathers, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your lovers, your best friends, your best friends' families, your best friends' dear uncle, aunts, acquaintances. They all are having their money stolen from them. And for years, and for years, the federal government, and this includes... Now, under Joe Biden, the money was fucking exorbitantly given no hand over fist. But remember, they got two extra fat stimulus checks from Donald Trump during the COVID pandemic. As much as I like the guy, I'm not blind to the bullshit. Now, they funded the federal government, including Donald Trump and Joe Biden. They actively were giving money to a terrorist organization that was out there murdering Americans, actually inspiring acts of violence, telling people to go commit acts of violence directly. People have been executed in the streets. People wearing little red baseball caps, beaten and bludgeoned. Entire cities burned, including Washington, D.C., was set on fucking fire. All in the name of Black Lives Matter. And our federal government gave them money now it's nothing new here i mean our government always gives money to our enemies ukraine china any number of terrorist cell groups on the middle east that we trained funded equipped left arms for our our federal government loves to give money to groups and agencies that want to see you and i suffering keep that in mind folks now let's get back into this so now that you know, if you're an American, that you were forced to give a lot of it, just think about how much financial struggle, how many financial struggles you've had over the last, let's just say, since 2020 to now. Just think about that. 2020 to now. Think about all the financial struggles you've had. Job losses, deaths, funerals, weddings, new kids, car insurance payments, inflation, the Biden economy, or as I call it, the let's go Brandon economy. 
Black Lives Matter founders were sleeping in mansions, in gated, fenced white communities, while people who supported the these very founders' causes were burning down quiet blue-collar neighborhoods across America. Good riddance. Fuck you all. Burn in hell, Patrice Cullors. Burn in hell, Black Lives Matter. And quite frankly, George Floyd, you fentanyl-loving junkie, fuck you too. Trayvon Martin, shoplifting piece of shit. Look, I'm not saying George Floyd shouldn't die over a $20 bill, and it's a good thing he didn't because he died of a fentanyl overdose. And as for Trayvon Martin, guess what? He pulled a f- he was pulling shit out of his fucking pocket and resisting arrest and got in a fucking fight and reached for a gun and got fucking capped. Oops. And everybody said, look at this white guy who killed a black guy. The security guard was fucking Mexican. Like, the whole situation from the very beginning. Using bad... And it's like, why couldn't you pick anyone else? Why did Black Lives Matters constantly have to fucking pick the worst of the fucking worst to throw their hats behind? Like, they couldn't pick anyone. They, they couldn't just pick a, 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 a black kid killed in some gang violence and police refusing to investigate that. They had to pick fentanyl addicts, drug dealers, rapists, wife beaters. Like, what the fuck? It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. This is why an organization that was supposed to stop racism only created more racism. And I'll tell you why. They wanted to. It's not a, a fucking surprise they, they, they picked the, the most fucking Dave Chappellean crackheads as their fucking... Ooh, Chappellean. That's a nice phrase. It's, not, it's no surprise they picked the most Chappellean and boondocks-like characters as their martyrs. It's because they want stir racism. They want people to hate black people. They want black people to hate white people. All while the, all while the political machine hates all people. Regardless of race, but if you have race in this, it's just another part of, of divide and conquer. But the reason BLM was so interested in stirring up race, race and fucking hate was because it kept their pockets fat. A good nonprofit should work to put itself out of business. But none of them do. None of them just close up one day and move out of town because they gotta keep the problems going. Ah, while still paying, uh, Black Lives Matter ended last year with a $9 million deficit while still paying out millions to organizers as well as relatives of the controversial co-founder Patrice Cullors. Coolers. Tax documents posted online show that BLM Global Network Foundation ended the financial year uh, in the red to the tune of $8,559,748. And some sunset, I imagine. The filings show that the nonprofit record revenue of $8.5 million, how, 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 roughly half of the more than $17 million it spent. The deficit is made even more extreme given that the previous year it actually increased its piggy bank, earning nearly $42 million after expenses. Live your money was in there. The financial hit also left the group with 30 million in assets down, nearly $11.75 million from where it started in the financial year. That means it has spent two-thirds of the 90 million it raised, which colors who quit over earlier financial scandals uh, highlighted by the post previously dismissed as, dismissed it as white guilt money. 
fuck off. Fuck off. No, people started asking her, what happened is, Candace Owens showed up this bitch's fucking property, and she fled. She freaked the fuck out. And then, lawyers started getting involved, because, uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Candace Owens. Someone unearthed information, gave it over to investigators that actually prompted, like, local authorities to start trying to launch their own investigation. And then Patrice Keller suddenly quit, saying, well, BLM just wasn't being transparent. They just weren't being transparent with what was happening with their funds. Forget, get fucking real. Despite the, uh, dis- despite the crunch, millions of dollars were paid to companies with close ties to the group, including one owned by, uh, Simeon Yak Bowers. These stupid fucking names. Who replaced Colors when she quit. Yeah, but here's the thing. Tons of Colors family still work there. And still, as far as I know, do. On top of all that goofiness, her brother is still the head of their security. An independent auditor's review of the previous two years also posted online showed that Bowers... Uh, Bowers' company was paid a staggering $1.69 million for management and consultant services. Nepotism. A sister organization, Black Lives Matter's Grassroots, previously accused Bowers of blazing a path of uh, irreparable harm to Black Lives Matter's and siphoning millions to his firm, actually. Since this episode's running a bit long in the tooth, I'm gonna leave these two links in the description below. The movement has been hijacked. A Black Lives Matter leader quits over a public school platform. This was because money was stripped from donations to a BLM school fund. Patrice Cullors and a bunch of top execs that remained unnamed just started skimming right off the top of it. Over here, Black Lives Matter exec accused of stealing $10 million in lawsuits. This goes into how Black Lives local chapters were not getting paid. What's this? The totality of the... Oh, that's 13 minutes. Yeah, I'm just going to leave a link to this in the description below. Local chapters of BLM were holding these big, lavish fucking fundraisers. Big fundraisers. And then BLM, the main one, would be like, Oh, yeah, 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 we're going to go divvy up these funds, and we'll make sure you get yours. Then they'd leave. Take all the money with them. And that local chapter was fucking high and dry. After it put all of its money it raised into organizing this, this big, elaborate event. Black... Lives scammed. BLS, bitch. Black lives scammed. Ah. You can only sit back and laugh. I mean, if you if my tax dollars didn't go into paying these fuckers, I would be laughing a lot harder. There's a level of me that's just gonna be angry forever at that. They paid for trannies to dance on black people's laps. Do I still get into heaven for that? Like... It's my fault, almost. Anyway, a sister's organization, Black Lives Matter Grassroots, uh, blazed the path of irreparable harm to BLM and siphoning millions to his firm. And quote, instead of using the donations for its intended purposes, Miss Bauer, Mr. Bauer, diverted these donations to his own coffers. The group claimed in a lawsuit, board members of Daniel E. Elwards also owned a firm, which quote was paid $1,063,500 for consulting services. The auditor's review said, Color's graffiti artist brother, who had no background security other than getting his ass beat by mall cops, 
uh, colors graffiti artist brother, and that's putting it mild. Let's put it very generously. That should be a tax deductible claim there, calling him an artist. Paul Colors was the only current uh, salaried employee last year. Oh, okay, so people had left or gotten fired. All right, used to be a lot more of a family working there. Getting nearly $125,000 with a $15,000 in other compensation for unspecified security. But his security firm, Black Ties, LLC, was paid way more handsomely, getting $753,300 similar to what it was paid in the previous financial year. The auditor's review noted, quote, a sibling from the sibling of the former executive director owned a security company and protection owned a security and protection company, which was paid one million six hundred and two thousand one hundred eighty five thousand dollars in security services. The document shared by the New Mexico Attorney General's office uh, were the first to reveal, but were first revealed by the Washington Free Beacon. And now that I usually find myself overlooking oddly enough. Not for any particular reason, I just don't find myself reading them very often. Quote, While Patrice Cullors was forced to resign due to changes of using BLM's funds for her personal use, it looks like she's still keeping in the family. Like she's still keeping it all in the family. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Paul Kaminer. Uh, uh, an attorney for the National League and Policy Center watchdog group told the Free Beacon BLM also agreed to pay $600,000 to an unidentified former board member's consulting firm, quote, in connection with a contract dispute, the Free Beacon noted. Former managing director Kaylee Scales, stupid fucking name, again, these are all stupid fucking names, uh, got another, got uh, let's see, got the only other listed salary, nearly $115,000 for what was listed as ongoing severance payments. So she wasn't even at work. She wasn't doing anything. She was getting money for it. Why don't you just continue on like the national trend and just get on the fucking welfare system, sweetheart? I mean, come on. You're already stealing my fucking money and not doing a goddamn thing for it in the first place. Why not just keep doing what y'all do any fucking way? Yes, I understand that there are poor uh, white people in there, but not the most minuscule fucking number. I'm not saying it's good. I think all social welfare in this country should absolutely be rolled back and absolutely, if not completely stripped or like almost removed and fuck entirely, in my opinion. Why should the taxpayers pay for anyone who won't work? If you can prove that you have an absolute medical disability where you can't work by any means, deal. But, uh... I'm sorry, a heroin addiction is not a fucking disability. It's not. Being trans is not a fucking disability. Having TikTok Tourette's isn't a fucking disability. You guys are a bunch of goofy fruitcakes who need to be fucking working real hard. Manual labor type shit. The five listed board members, including... Oh, so more people get paid. Uh, including Bowers, Edwards, and current leader Cecilia Gay... Also reported getting no income from the group. Bullshit. Press X to fucking doubt. And by the way, this is just what's reported. <laughs> the Free Beacon noted how there was no mention of any payments to colors. Baby Daddy Damon Turner, 
for his company, Trap Heels, which was paid $969,000 in 2021. However, the outlet noted that charities are only required to disclose the names of their five highest compensated independent contractors. See what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Press X the doubt, boys. The names of their five biggest of their five highest compensated independent contractors in its filings, BLM said uh, it was quote working inside and outside of the system to heal the past, reimagine the present, and invest in the future because way was Kangs and shit. Ah, uh, let's see, reimagine the present and invest in the future of Black Lives through policy change, investing in our companies our communities, and commitment to arts. Arts isn't uh, a marketable trade to get into. None of this actually was in the first place, but arts? What a, what a fucking loosey-goosey fucking retarded thing to fucking say. What a nice way to money launder. That's what all this is. You're just funneling money through people you know to get back in your pockets or back in everybody else's pockets. Like, what did these companies do with the money? Like, break down for me what exactly they did to earn this money. I, I, I'd love to fucking know the breakdown. Quote, we are building a community of healing and nurturing ecosystems that support black communities impacted by oppressive structures and injustices, it says. Really? Alright, and we're right over here on my Rumble page for a little video I uploaded forever ago. So, uh, really, uh, care and investment in the community, huh? Let's see what that looks like. This is a compilation of just 2020 by itself, folks. Uh, turn your volumes down a little bit, like halfway of what they are right now, because it starts off with the smoke detector. So I don't want you to get your eardrums blown. All right, folks, I'm going to turn my shit down. Let's go. I think Obama was a mistake. Alright, folks. Let's get back into the article. Because we're almost done with this one, and then I got another one to get into. Not on this episode. Anyway, let's see. We are building community in he of healing and nurturing ecosystems. Yeah, right. Go fuck yourself. If left to your own devices, every Western civilized nation would look like the worst part of Haiti. I mean the place, not the after place. 
I mean, the place God doesn't look anymore. Allegedly, jokingly. I mean, it's called Haiti. I there's always I always heard rumor stories about how, like forever ago, there was like a deal made with the devil, and that's why it's named Haiti. I don't know how true that story is. Never looked into it, but it's always a fun little fable. BLM did not respond to the Free Beacon's report and did not immediately respond to a message left by the Post earlier Wednesday. Patrice Cullors resigned from BLM uh, Grassroots Network Foundation, or uh, BLMGNF, in May 2021, a month after the Post revealed that she had gone on a $3.2 million real estate buying spree. Snapping up properties in Los Angeles and the outskirts of Atlanta, she bought four mansions, four multi-million dollar mansions, or at least I think every one of them was at bare minimum, like a, like almost a million dollars to a million dollars. She denied that she used charity cash for her personal real estate purchases while complaining that financial disclosures were triggering this fat faggy bitch. Triggered. Whoa, I'm triggered. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off, you fat, lappy bitch. You want to trigger? You want know triggering to you the most? I imagine when you get on the fucking scale and you look down and that thing says "to be fucking continued," and then you get off and you watch it slowly lift back out of the floor. And you think to yourself, "God damn, that that hole in the floor underneath my scale gets a little bit deeper every day." Fuck you. Fat grease ball, fucking inverted color, Peter Griffin looking bitch. You look like the cancerous tumor on the back of that fucking white chick who pretended to be black all those years ago's ass. Dolezal. You look like Dolezal's cancerous ass pock. Fuck off. Ah. And it's a non it's a it's a non-profit. How the fuck did you afford it? So now do we need to find out how much you were getting paid to do speaking events or something? What? How the fuck did you afford- ah! You wanna make black America great again? Introduce them to Thomas fucking Soul. That's what you fucking do. God damn. God damn. Make Thomas Sowell part of... If you're going to have public education, make Thomas Sowell's curriculum fucking part of it. I swear to God. Ha. <sighs> Shit. Current chair gay. Oh, the gay chair. Said she was, uh, said she was brought in to straighten out BLM's finances, even though she has bungled her own finances having filed for bankruptcy in 2025, 2013 and 2016. Yeah, but was she was she really bankrupt or was it was it one of those like, oh, I can't pay the government or the people owe money back. Uh-oh, but she has all the money still. Either way, this is just a great endorsement for black-owned businesses everywhere. Um Rod SDC among a certain demographic, this is not seen as a crime or even unethical. It's called getting paid. As if it's an entitlement. Working the system to get what you what you think you are entitled to, not what you what an objective party like an employer or board of directors thinks you are worth. Yeah, it's like there's a certain culture that was uh, built largely by uh, you know, oh, what was name a little jo- a president you may have known named uh, President Johnson. He said a little quipped. Uh, what was that quipped he said? This is such a great thread. You should go check it out sometime. We'll leave a link to it in the description below. It's a bit on the older side of things, but it's great. 
I'll have these niggers voting Democrat for 200 years. Is what Lyndon B. Johnson was purported to have said about the Civil Rights Act and his new welfare program. The very same welfare program that has had black America suckling on the teat of the federal government and the Democrat Party, aka the Democrat Party that was formerly the Democrat slave-owning party. And they got BLM out here doing everything they can to make sure black people continue to serve their slave masters. That's exactly what it's all boiled down to. Why why is it such a hustle and such a praise thing to gam to game and fuck with the system? Because it's what they were raised in. Bro, too many people grew up listening to whack ass rap groups telling you that you got to like defraud the government, and you got to get what you can get. And all that horse shit. Not enough people listening to Goody Mob. Or Slick Rick telling y'all to go get a job. Work hard. Don't fall into the fucking system. You know, Goody Mob. Who's that creeping out my window? Ah, nobody. It's a good fucking song. All about the government wants you dead and indentured. And then you got Slick Rick. You got fucking bedtime stories. I'm talking about how you straight and narrow your soul gets cast. It's a great song. It's where he's telling two kids who, in the, who are in the song, like like his nephews, it's a banger. Telling them, don't do drugs, don't fall into the system, don't let the, you know, don't don't get hooked on drugs, don't fall into bad friends, you know, get out, get out of the hood, get money. And then you even got, like, the story of fucking OJ, bro. That's a great fucking banger that teaches you the same thing. Take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. Like, even then, that's the hustler's way to clean it. You don't even have that here. You just have brainwashed dipshits who grew up, who grew up watching. Look, their grandparents were the first generation just to start a uh, first generation of Black Americans to start sucking that government tit for more money. They quit work and they quit travel and they retired early, and then they watched their moms and dads raised in that household, right? Grandparents, first generation, and the second generation came in. They're like, oh fuck, I just gained the system a little bit. Work, work, barely work here. Work a little here. You know, game the system. Get them food stamps. Oh, I can sell these food stamps. They create a fucking hustle. And then third generation, which is what Patrice is, right? You know what that is? That's a, I can just game the fucking system, bro. There's a reward. There's a point system. And if I fuck this bitch hard enough, I get the high score. And that's exactly what the fuck is going on. It's a shame. That's where the entitlement comes from because that's the fucking universe in which you come from. Look, I'm from a low-income area too, and I know just as many white people that fall into the same exact category I'm throwing Patrice into. And I'm really throwing Patrice into that. I'm throwing her generation into that because that was the first generation to really look at the fucking UBI system, or not UBI, but look at like the social care system and pretty much the uh, the minority payment plans our government offers, and uh, say, oh yeah, I'm gonna get as much of that as possible. How do I scam hard? And they call it hustling. Do you want to know what I call hustling? Having uh, two jobs, <laughs> having two jobs, a podcast, being an elected representative. But that's just currently, hypothetically speaking, in the past, three jobs and selling weed. And doing some minor, like, helping my buddy fix cars on the side to make a little bit of extra money if possible. You know what I mean? Allegedly. That's a fucking hustle. This is not a hustle. This is a fucking con job. A hustle is when, at most, you defraud one person. And even then, you can argue the, eth- the eth- ethics of it, perhaps. 
Hustles aren't always inherently fucking dubious. But when you take millions of dollars from taxpayers, well, then it's not a hustle, it's a fucking scam. China-Russia compromised Joe. You said among a certain, I would say Ukraine compromised Joe, but all right. Among certain demographics, this is not seen as a crime or even unethical. It's called getting paid as, it, as if it's entitled. Like with many things of this sort, they, at who are they, by the way? I mean, I've cracked my jokes, but who are they, bruh? Uh, they, at least the ones at the top pushing it, don't really believe much of what they say. Their aim is to get their masses to believe it and to keep them suckling at the tit. Keep them statists. They couldn't care less about what the truth is. Politics for them is just the means for legalized stealing, gaining of wealth, gaining of great wealth, personal power and ego. How many large, luxurious homes does Comrade Obama now own? One example of many. And last one we'll read, Janice Stapleton. Glad someone brought up Obama. When he went to the White House, he was worth around $4 million. Now in the devil, uh, now in the devil, uh, on a pair, uh, what the hell? Now around $4 million, how in the devil, okay, how in the devil on a president's salary has he assessed, as he amassed millions? It just doesn't add up. Kind of like Hunter. He must have been on Hunter's payroll also. No, they have their own scams too. Like, for example, Josh Romney, he was in there with that Burisma ship. That never comes up. Josh Romney's son, he was up there working with Hunter Biden directly in Burisma. We don't ever talk about it. Fucking Mitt Romney told Joe Biden he had to run so that so that uh, Trump couldn't investigate. Right after, right fucking after the phone call came out and... Uh, Trump was asking about these America. Like, he asked about the broader the Vice News. It's archived on this channel because Vice News is dying. I archived. You can go watch it now. It's on my shit. Um, on all my platforms, by the way. Anyway, he was asking about these. Uh, you know, like who's this prosecutor getting fired? Can you look into that? Blah blah blah. Mitt Romney gets on the phone with Joe Biden. Says you have to fucking run for president. Quote. Then Obama's old rival got on the got to the point and said, quote, you have to run. Romney said. At one point, Biden connected with Mitt Romney, who'd been easily elected, who'd been easily elected to the Senate that night, as a rare Trump opposing Republican. They were uh, they were warm as Biden cheered Romney's win, according to the uh, according to the book. Then Obama's old rival got to the point and said, "You have to run." I've reported on this, I've covered this, I will leave a link to my episode about this in the description below, but for now, that is the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls, and I shall catch you guys later. Sisters, ladies and gentlemen,
Don't assume that free speech means the right to freely hurt people's feelings. Why would you use free speech to hurt someone when we can use free speech to bring people together? This is a time for true unity. What if free speech revealed that we are more united than they'd ever dare imagine? It's time to break free. Rumble.